everybody. Welcome to God Quest. We're going to have a great time today. We're going to the country of Albania with Annika Simone. We're going to have a great time. Welcome to God Quest. I'm your host, Miles Young, and I am delighted and honored that you took time to uh, join our podcast today. And I want to encourage you, uh, subscribe, get somebody to join with you, help spread the word. We're discussing all kinds of great things about the kingdom of God. We talk about history. We talk about uh, books that have influenced uh, me and other folks. And we talk, talk about uh, the kingdom of God globally. We do interviews with, with uh, scholars and leaders about revival, the word of God, so on and so forth. And today we are doing one of my favorite things. If you know me, you know I am passionate about global missions. And uh, I'm, I'm the grandson of missionaries, I'm the nephew of missionaries, I'm the brother of a missionary, uh, and now I'm the uncle of a missionary. And uh, this is my niece, Annika Simone, and uh, she is of uh, American-Albanian descent, and uh, God has done some amazing things. Uh, Annika, tell them a little bit where you're from. Um, I live in Lake Charles, Louisiana right now, uh, but I don't really have a home base because <laughs> I've lived in uh, quite a bit of different places, but I'm half Albanian, so I'll say that that's my motherland. All right. And uh, so Albania may be one of those countries that you know little about. And uh, I didn't, honestly, Annika, I didn't, I didn't know a lot about Albania until I met your dad. And uh, I first met Paul uh, in Athens, Greece, where he had met my sister. And I met him when I arrived in Athens mm -hmm. to help perform their wedding. Mm -hmm. And he was uh, an Albanian worker in Athens, Greece, and met my sister, who was there doing missionary, with, uh, missionary work with the Strickland family in Athens and in the church there. God wonderfully saved Paul. They fell in love, and that's a whole yes. uh, incredible story. And I met them, and then years went by, and you've done some pretty cool things recently. You are a Hope Corps student and alumni. You graduated. Yes. And uh, so Albania is a little country next to Macedonia, mm -hmm. next to Greece. What else is it next to? Uh, Montenegro, Montenegro, um, Kosovo, Kosovo, and it's it's just across the Aegean Sea, only like sixty miles to Italy, right? right? So right. it's it's very close there, and uh, it is a beautiful place. Yes. And uh, so if you're ever looking to explore, uh, it, it, I, I've read where it's like the last unexplored nation in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but the reason I'm interviewing Annika is. A number of years ago, after my brother-in-law uh, came into our family, uh, he was the first Albanian person that I had ever met. God had wonderfully filled him with the Holy Ghost. He was baptized in Jesus' name and part of our family. I began to inquire about the church in Albania, and Paul basically told me there, there is no church there. Right. And uh, as I began to investigate, I, I couldn't find one person filled with the Holy Ghost, baptized in Jesus' name. I'm sure there's somebody, but 
no one I talked to in a number of organizations. I reached right. out uh, across the apostolic movement, and I couldn't find anybody. And I began to make that public. I began at youth conferences, at our church, at different missions meetings. You know, man, we need to pray for Albania. And you got a burden for your motherland as an American young girl with a love for Albania. And you begin to go visit your grandparents, your family. And over that season, a burden got a hold of you. So when there was no missionary to go, when there was no pastor to go, no evangelist to go, you decided you were going to go. And you and your mom did something pretty crazy a year ago. So tell them what you did and then what happened again this year. So basically in 2022, my mom came up with the idea I think just through thinking about Sunday school, honestly, she was like, what if we did a VBS in Albania? So like a vacation Bible school. And I was like, uh, it was like a week before we were leaving for Albania. And I was so like, you're just coming oh. up with this idea like a week before. Literally, okay. literally. And so I was like, well, I guess let's do it. Cause we had the idea anyway, like we're going to go full on missions mode this time. And so we were like, what better way to do that than reach out to the community and get people to come to a vacation Bible school? So we hosted it, and luckily, like, I have family that is pretty well known in the city of Lutch. And so they have a facility that we could use, okay. and we had... So this is a year ago. Yeah, a year ago. Okay. And we were able to host it there. It's in the center of the city, so everyone knows it's there. It's like a bar restaurant where they host, like, weddings, events. Okay. Um, and we had 30 in attendance on the regular nights and 65 on the last night. Okay, so you go have a vacation Bible school in Lotch, Albania. There's not an apostolic church. Right. How did you get the word out? Like It was all by word of mouth, actually. This, and you don't speak Albanian. Year. I don't speak Albanian. <laughs> so so how did you get the word out? Like, obviously, your family's or somebody's helping you there. Um. So my family just happens to, like, all my little cousins like because i have cousins from a wide variety of ages when albanians have kids they have armies <laughs> so I, all my cousins they range from like very young to older than me and my younger cousins were still in school and that week they were getting out of school so we arrived on the week after school got out okay. so before people went on vacations it was like perfect timing um and they just like told their friends, hey, my cousins are having this event. And we made like promo videos with some puppets that we borrowed from our church. And we made you promo videos. You put them in a suitcase and took them over. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so you, 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 you rented this facility or got use of this facility. You got the word out, out and 35 people. And then it grew to 60 something. Yeah, 65 on the last night. And so this is just you and your mom mm -hmm. facilitating in a country that didn't speak your language and you didn't speak theirs. Nope. But you're doing puppets. Right. And it impacted them. And so I remember y'all coming home and talking about it. I mean, 60 people showing up mm -hmm. with one week planning. And then, so y'all spent the time. And then, then you and your brother went over. Uh, I was in Italy earlier this year, and he had just completed his HOPE course. So he was, he was going over there. So you and your mom, you spent, how long did you spend in Albania this last time? Two months. So you were there for two months. And tell us what happened. Y'all did another VBS, right? Yes. So we had another VBS this year, and people were already super excited about it because of last year's. Um, but 
we had the opportunity to hold it at a different facility this time, which was actually a church. Okay. Um, and this pastor just reached out to my mom and said, we would love if you could host it at our facility. Pastor Mola? Yes. Okay. Uh, Brother Mola. And we were able to host it there. It was a little crammed and tight, but it worked out really good. I mean, the first night was chaos because it was figuring it out. But we had 100 kids every night and 150 people in the building every single night. So this thing in one year grew to 100 kids, 150. You had a team. Wanda Dross went with you. Mm -hmm. Your brother was there. Uh, Ashton there was Kaufman. Ashton Kaufman from Oakland Tabernacle mm -hmm. uh, in Oakland, California, Pastor Caputo's. And, uh, and then your mom was there. And this, this was so wonderful. This phenomenal pastor, Pastor Mola, and if you ever get to see this, Pastor Mola, we want to thank you. And uh, yes. I'm in contact with him. He, he texted me actually yesterday. And we're believing God to do some really wonderful things in Pastor Mola's Amen. life. Uh, Albanian man, that church there in Lodge. And out of that, some wonderful moments happened. And many, there, there's a number of those young people that seem to speak English, some of them, right? Yes. So actually, last year, it wasn't too bad of a um, language barrier, just because a lot of the kids are learning English in school. This year, we had a little bit more just because we had kids from all kinds of walks of okay. life that may not get that education. But um, we still, a lot of the kids from last year that didn't know any English, they now know a lot of English. So that came to our benefit in just conversation or trying to alter work with them. Wonderful. And then, so for the last number of years, I have I've prayed, I've preached, mm -hmm. and I have told, you know, I don't know. Since it's the only country in the world that I, I don't know of one apostolic believer right. baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost. And... I mean, I can't say that about North Korea. I can't say that about China. I mean, Pakistan, you know, Afghanistan. I mean, yeah. the only country in the world that I know of, and I have said that for years and prayed about it, but I can't say that anymore. Right. So tell them what happened at the Vacation Bible School. So at VBS, we had this girl named Yasmina, and she would come to the altar every night and even uh we were we had the opportunity to preach there twice my brother preached That's in the right. power of the holy ghost and preached acts 238 both times and she came to the altar every time along with other people but she was consistent every single time there was an altar call she was up there she had her hands lifted and she would just start streaming tears and we tried our best to like altar work with her and try and get her you know to be filled with the holy ghost we're like hey keep pushing, keep going. Me and Wanda were like just crying and hugging her. And we're like, ah, God, just fill her. And we were getting kind of like, ah, like what's happening here? And then we get a report about two weeks after VBS. So Wanda was already back in the States at this point, but it was just at coffee with me and Brother Mola's wife uh, and my mom. And she was telling us that uh, Brother Alexander had a testimony service after VBS in their church. And Yasmina's mom stood up and said that my daughter's a changed girl since VBS and since um, Alexander Simonia has come and preached. And she just said, I've been hearing her in her room and she was not speaking uh, Albanian. And she was speaking in a heavenly tongue. Wow. That's the way she described it. 
So I later was able to ask Yasmina personally over Google Translate and different yeah. methods. But I was like, I would pull up videos per evangelist Mark Dross <laughs> advice. I pulled up videos of people speaking in tongues at the Rock Church. And I was like, did you experience this? And she said, yes, wow. very confidently. So we're confident that she was filled with the Holy Ghost on her own time. And God, God really gift. did that. Exactly. It's a gift. It's a gift. And so then following that, she began to see the revelation of Jesus' name, baptizing, baptism, just like Peter preached on right. the day of Pentecost. Right. And you took her down to the Aegean Sea, the Mediterranean, and you baptized her in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, so, I did that. Yasmina, I don't know if you're watching or if you can understand, but to my knowledge, you are the first person I know baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm sure there's somebody else, but I am so excited because, you know, this is, there's indication the Apostle Paul traveled into Illyricum, mm -hmm. and if you study ancient, you know, geography, right. uh, uh, Dalmatia, and all of that was part of uh, Albania was that area, and we know the gospel penetrated into right. that 2,000 years right. ago with the Apostle Paul, and so I see it coming back. Mm-hmm. And I sense a revival in Albania. But what is, what is, I'm just stoked about is that this is, this is a brand new pioneer apostolic work that is started by Hope Corps alumni, that is started by a young person, yeah. uh, you and your brother and your mom, not some big fancy church, not some big evangelist ministry, not apostles, not a prophets, but young people with a burden. Mm -hmm. And you just went in and figured a way to do it. Yeah. One week before, here's a VBS. And then a year later, I think, Annika, that there are so many opportunities in the world. And I think young people are going to lead the charge because they're young enough to not know any better. Mm -hmm. When you get old, you start to doubt everything. <laughs> and you start thinking all the reasons why you can't. That's why most innovators are young yeah. because they just want to try. They're willing to, they're willing to take the risk. And I just want to say I'm proud of you, Thank you. Uh, your brother. Y'all have a burden. And, you know, I don't know what God's doing in you. Uh, it's evident you have the heart of, uh, of mission, the heart of, of winning souls, uh, the call of God's on your life to spread the gospel, to preach, to teach, and all that. And I'm very proud of you, not only as your uncle, but I'm proud of you uh, as a generation looking at your generation. Mm -hmm. I'm proud of, of you and others like you that are, buying into this quest yeah there's a world of wonder out there right and uh i think god's just waiting for people to try yeah to just uh, so just take a moment and talk to a young person out there that may be wrestling with inadequacies or fear just what what motivates you that you would speak to them you know I thought about this because I figured you'd ask me a question along these lines. <laughs> and I just think about it in the sense that we don't have we don't have a lot of ability on our own just as humans or as Gen Z or whatever you want to call it, but we do have availability. Right. And as long as we're available and if you have a burden for souls, you can't go wrong with that. If you pray to God every day, if you read your Bible, if you study, 
his word and you want to spread that and you have a love for souls that's like here, you can go into your local church, you can go into your city and you can reach them. You could teach Bible studies to anybody. Yeah. And you can reach that person at your high school, that person at your campus. And it's not limited to four corners of a building. Mm -hmm. It's beyond that. But as long as you're available, God will notice that and he will pour into you. So wherever you are, you can make yourself available. Right. The Word of God says, this one watered, I planted, and God gave the increase. Mm -hmm. So this is God doing the work. We exactly. just have to do what we do, and then He does what He does. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I want to say a big shout out to Carpenter Coffee, a little commercial break. <laughs> but here's an example uh, the Good Enough Boys, I love their name, Good Enough. Yes. Uh, they're doing more than Good Enough Coffee. They're doing really good coffee, Carpenter Coffee in Elk Grove. So if you're in the Elk Grove area, stop by coffee, coffee, Carpenter Coffee. Uh, and I'm using their cup today. But this is an example of they're doing coffee yeah. out of a cart. Yeah. And on the side of the road, and I was there today, they were lined up. There were, there were policemen there. There were firemen there. There were people in the community. And they're young people. Yeah. They're a young married couple. And they're not bound by this. They're just trying. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's a shameless plug for Carpenter Coffee. But, but I'm looking at entrepreneurism. I'm looking at what's happening with your generation and, right. and young people and young couples. This is what we need in the kingdom. Especially before you get trapped with five kids and a marriage and a mortgage. You, you're in a stage of life where you can be effective, you can be, you can be nimble. Wherever God's touching, whatever God's doing, you've got an opportunity. Mm -hmm. So I want to challenge you, you, you college career, you, you uh, Gen Zs, millennials, you've got an opportunity that maybe old codgers like me don't get. Okay, I look with envy at some of the opportunities that young people have today, and I'm like, my God, I wish I'd have had that opportunity when I was 19 years old. And I thank God for everything he did in my life. But there is there is so many opportunities right now. And uh, I want you to I want you to be in prayer for Albania. Pray for Amen. Annika and Alexander and what God's doing. You are going back uh, here I'm very soon. Yeah. And uh, Lord willing, I'm gonna get to be on uh, at least part of that trip. Yeah. And uh, I've got I've got a family of a dear friend of your family, I'm going to baptize his mom and dad. Yes. And uh, so, Jen, if you're watching all the way in New York, I'm looking forward to what God's going to do with your parents' life when I'm in Albania. But So be in prayer for what God's doing in Albania. But this isn't just about Albania. It's wherever you are. Who, know, who would have ever thought a VBS would produce all of this? You don't know what God could do in your city, in your community, in your campus, or while you're on a trip somewhere. Yeah. You know, you just wherever you go, have your head on a spiritual swivel looking for an opportunity. It's a God quest. Join the team. Let's go see what God will do. I love you. I look forward to seeing you next week on God Quest. God bless.